Longer than live. Awesome. Hey, is this thing on? Yeah, it seems like. I don't know. It seems like we're we're somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Where are we? What did we say, um, Sean, during our live thing at uh, the Exeter Studios? We said we're not in Kansas anymore. No, we're not. So we're definitely not in Kansas. We're here at Krypton Comics in downtown Exeter. We're here for the toy swap, but also we got the full podcast network. <laughs> we're here. here from the United States. I wish Scott was with I us. Know, I know. I talked with him earlier this week. He was like, oh, well, you know. Soon enough here in New Hampshire, we're going to have flights over to Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah. So maybe we'll get over there at some point. But, guys, it's awesome being here at the Toy Swap here at Krypton Comics. Make sure you guys come down. We're here on Instagram Live as well. We're over on Facebook Live. So make sure to check that out as well. And I think we do have quite a scoop to talk about here at the Podcast Network with everybody here. I, I don't know what film we're going to be talking about specifically, but I know they came, just came out with something, it seems like. Indie film? Yeah, definitely tiny. on the indie. Yeah, tiny yeah. film, Chris. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think it's called Star Wars Episode Eight. Ooh. Is it a short film? Did, did I just spoil it? Did I just spoil it? No, no. it's called The Last Jedi, guys. Love it, the name. Love yeah. The name. Oh, yeah. Let's just go around yeah. and just say, what do we think about the name? Where do you think it's going to take us here as we move closer to December? I don't think Mark Hamill could have said it any better. He said it, you know, invokes samurai. It's simple to the point. Right. There's been a lot of debate about is this is Jedi plural? Is it singular? Mm -hmm. I was talking to Scott Inch the other day and said, you know, it could mean a, a bunch of different things. It could be referring to Luke. It could be referring to Rey. It could be a backstory about the Knights of Ren. Just give me some more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, I, I agree. I love I love the title itself. It's it fits perfectly. It feels like it's it, like like the Empire Strikes Back little. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, I mean, I I love it. I love the title. I think I think it's definitely going to be plural, and I think there may be. I'm almost wondering if we may see more Jedi come out of the woodworks mm -hmm. with this. Well, Robert and I were talking the last episode, we were thinking that Luke had a, a group of the last Jedi, and they disputed to the Knights of Ren. And it, that's one of our theories mm -hmm. that we had in the last episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, for a middle movie out of a trilogy, there's so many different things that could go on with this that we don't have any answers going into this. And... It's just awesome. I can't wait. I mean, this trailer... All right, so, I ran a Twitter poll the other day, and it was interesting. So we had 57 people answer this question. The votes are in. The votes are in. <laughs> I asked, when do you want to see the teaser trailer for The Last Jedi? Gave people three options. Super Bowl Sunday, Star Wars Celebration, Orlando in April, or just some random weekday. I know Lucasfilm is pretty notorious <laughs> for just like yeah. I'm like Here you texting go. out of the blue. Nobody I'm like, knows about oh my it. god, tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like Chris, Robin, everybody, look now. Just like everywhere I can on like social media, like especially when the name like the Last Jedi came out, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's um, so true. So 57 votes. 67 percent of people would love to see it Super Bowl Sunday. Hmm. It's a week from today when we're recording this. Well, I mean, they definitely have footage, and I'm sure post-production has been, you know, they've been working on it for a while as well. I'm sure they can put together something. Teaser. I mean, a small teaser. Like Ryan, a 30-second. Like go with, yeah. with that, I think. Yeah, I, it, it, just one of the points I want to make on this specifically, I know if you guys, you can listen 
excuse me, you can listen in on Monday. We're going to have the next episode, episode 12. We're going to have Chris on there with his collector's segment. He's here live. Oh, I know. It's 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 going to be a yeah, new experience, isn't it? Right. <laughs> it's strange, we have the veteran over here, Brian Fontaine, yeah. who knows what it's like to do a collector's segment, and I'm sure Solo Chris... Solo is... <laughs> so, so I do like a three-minute segment for Unmistakably Star Wars, yeah. and I was joking with them. Like, literally, it probably takes me close to an hour and a half by oh, well, all said and done yeah. and I'm taking out the ums and the ahs and I have this really bad habit of going <laughs> in between and you do too Robin I know I do I, I have do. to edit that out of Rebels Recap every single <laughs> I gotta week. work on that <laughs> it's true he, he, had, he edits me out a lot too yeah no there's that's just natural that's no, just no, what right. comes with it and everything but what I was gonna say when it comes to possibly seeing a trailer maybe around Super Bowl Sunday it sounds like a good percentage of people do want to see something when Super Bowl Sunday comes mm-hmm. running around I think Lucasfilm and everybody at Disney, all the executives, Kathleen Kennedy, they're on a roll right now. They came out, they released that title for that, mm-hmm. and then of course Ryan Johnson comes out on Instagram and releases the picture of what looks to be the coming title crawl for episode 8. Huh. Now, whether that is part of the teaser trailer and that's all we're going to get with some music, just that one mm-hmm. little piece, I don't know. I don't care. But Give it to me. Something, exactly. Something. I do think, personally, we will see something very soon. They're on a roll. I don't see them slowing down at this point. they got to keep this marketing machine rolling. We kind of saw it a little bit with Rogue One a little bit because there was some marketing right around Celebration, and then we had a long period of time where we did not see anything, about two to three months. And then it was October, November, and then early December when the marketing team kicked in. And I think that really did change the total total amount, like the domestic numbers. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Rogue One made a ton of money. It made a lot yeah. of money. It made a ton of money. But I think they have to keep this marketing machine rolling, especially when it comes to everything that they said and now that we have a title. They can't have a two to three months with nothing. It would lose interest real fast. It would lose my interest fast, even though I'm a big Star Wars fan. I want stars mostly every day. Well, if we could just convert you to watching Rebels, Sean, then you wouldn't have it. Hey, I am watching Rebels. All right, good. Last time we talked, I knew you were kind of on the fence about it, but... Oh, man. That last... But I caught up, so... so. You're all caught up now? Good. All right, so we can kind of talk about that, too. So, right now, we're on a month break for Rebels, and they kind of left us with... I don't know, did you ever do the laundry and get rid of all those uh, the sweat towels you had from that? Uh, yeah, you know, that, that was the interesting thing. I was so glad because I went into my Kohl's account and yeah. I checked to see if I had some Kohl's cash sitting yeah. there from the last set of towels yeah. that I got. And yeah, I got rid of those sweaty towels and everything, Brian. So thank you for checking in on me yeah. on that. But yeah, I mean, I had to get a whole new set of towels because it seems like with Rebels and everything. That was just a such new an awesome episode with just Dave Filoni. So Robin, you and I have already talked about this one, but so Dave Filoni wrote yeah. that one. And with just so many little sound bites, they gave us so much more to the mythos of Star Wars with like lightsabers, and um, it was just oh man, it was awesome. And we're doing pretty well talking with the, with the distraction. <laughs> so, I, I have to I give gotta, this a lot of credit. I got a child here hanging on me. That's all right. Um, That's the fun, show yeah. must go on. Yeah, no, she's a huge Star Wars fan. She loves talking about it. I she listens to all the podcasts that I listen to in the car and everything. <laughs> nice. and That's awesome. so, Who's your favorite Rebels character? Mine? No, hers. Oh, hers? Who do you like? Who do you like? Well, you like Ray, but what about Hera? What about ben, yeah. you like Hera and Sabine? Right? Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, oh, so 
It's gonna be okay. mid-February. Actually, towards the end of February before we can get another episode. That's crazy. I didn't. I didn't realize they were gonna take a break like that. That's why we had I'm to do this podcast today. I couldn't <laughs> I go a week without well, talking well, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's all. It's all. It's all because of the Oscars, the Super Bowl, all the events oh, that's going okay. on this week. Yeah, it's just a so. lot going on yeah. in terms of TV, film. I mean, it's just. I mean, it just. I feel like they've made a smart choice because everybody's right now on the Oscar train and everything mm-hmm. yeah. with right. all the nominations. Yeah. It's like. They didn't really want to distract from any of these other things yeah. happening. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because they want to come into Rebels with a fresh slate coming off of the last Jedi announcement and oh, everything. Yeah. It's just a great time for Star Wars fans to back up and say, look at what we got. Let's break it down. Let's start getting ready for December. It's really important that they kind of just took that space yeah. and used it. Yeah, it really makes sense uh, when you think about it. Um, you know, that, that Oscar thing, everybody sees all the nominations and then they're like oh those are all the movies that I have to go watch now so yeah. Yeah. it takes up a lot of people's time but yeah I mean that last episode really um, the one before was you know it was okay see I really liked Warhead I, I know Rob and I talked I, I about know, it I know I listened to you guys talk about it and uh, you guys got me back on board I was at first I was a little bit uh, I don't know we did our job well, right G- well, yeah. Gary Whitta wrote that yeah, one, yeah. So. well that's what when I heard you guys talk about that I, th- I thought about it watched it again I'm like okay this one has a little bit more than uh, you know I initially thought and then this past episode um, I thought Sabine's uh, growth you yeah. know is uh, I mean she's a fast learner and uh, I think it'll be interesting to see where the story goes from here well she got criticized so much for being like um, just kind of like uh, no emotion or whatever and a yeah. lot of people didn't really care for her character but like Rob and I said last week is we didn't have that moment this episode if we didn't have the th- two and a half years of just not knowing what her background was. Yeah. And then she it just, you know, it just was pouring out of her. Like, they do that with a lot of characters in the Star Wars universe. Look at Anakin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pushed out a lot. I mean, and that's one of those things that I think a lot of Rebels fans were concerned about going into the season mm-hmm. is last season what people considered filler we did get a lot of it in that middle stretch. Mm-hmm. And Brian and I talk about it all the time. I hate the term filler. I, the, the term filler, like I said right. before, I like it around the Thanksgiving season yeah. when it comes to turkey things. Yeah. I don't like it when it comes to my yeah. Star Wars. It just does not no, work. No filler best. Right, exactly. So I think coming into the second half of Rebels, you brought up a great point yeah. with Sabine's character development. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much more to her development oh, that yeah. we don't know yet, and Mandalore. I teased it. Yeah, Mandalore. Mandalore and how Mandalore plays into the future of Star Wars. That's a character, and, I, and I've and i mentioned it with Scott and many others. The character of Mandalore has existed, and just the role within the Mandalorian culture, has existed for thousands of years. And there has never been a true Mandalore since Mandalore the Ultimate. Mm-hmm. So is Sabine going to become that true Mandalorian figure? And I wouldn't... I, I think Grand Admiral Thrawn's going to play into that a little bit, too, because of his historical background. I think he knows what Sabine's true potential could be if she gets a... We know with the Darksaber being possessed Mm -hmm. and everything. So I've got a hunch about Sabine with this this season, and I think everyone always wants to know, is there going to be, like, a death in the season or something like that? I think there's going to be an opportunity to put her on the shelf, as Dave Filoni likes to say, where we could see her go in that direction with the Mandalore and not actually be part of the actual quote-unquote Rebels team. And uh, that would be a big loss for the show, but I think there's another story to be told down the line for that, and I'm yeah. Really want to divulge like this <laughs> yeah. hunch that I know I'm sharing with Robin a little bit, but I don't think this 
podcast is the time to do that. No, no. no, no. I mean, we kind of did that the last episode. But yeah, not it comes out. No. Yeah, not enough. We did that for the upcoming episode. comes out I tomorrow. Know on, <laughs> I know. On SoundCloud. Yeah. Chris is on it. Yeah. He knows what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, and the thing about her character, you almost wonder if um, that's going to be part of, you know, the finale. If she's going to go, if something happens before the finale, if the, mm-hmm. you know, the big showdown we saw in the in the mid-season trailer, if that's going to be the big finale, if her story gets wrapped up beforehand, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to play that out, or if they're just going to mix mix and match um, those two well, stories. Well, she does get a hold of Ezra's lightsaber at some point, because okay. she's fighting, somehow Gar Saxon gets the darksaber. Okay. Cause that yeah, was that's in what I was going to ask trailers, you. I couldn't so. remember if the trailer had anything else yeah. with Mandalorian. That's the only thing I remember stuff. seeing. Yeah. Um, and then we see those kind of the the quasi what Imperial, you know, Mandalore troopers mm-hmm. that are the, that yeah. Gar Saxon. But I think that next episode we're going to see is going to give us a little bit more of a look into what Sabine's family is, what's going on there. And we just she just let us know this past episode that things aren't. Aren't yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's got a lot of regret and a pent up emotion that just poor Cannon. He almost, you know, obviously <laughs> he wasn't gonna like I said on the pod, the other podcast, yeah. like you know he wasn't gonna harm her in any way. He was on his heels. I mean, he oh, was. Yeah. She was. We don't know his fate either. So true. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like they're creating this new jet, like Jedi and Sith is like we always refer to them as that, but like there's this whole other. Force and a Robin that you you know you are big on this I know with like just the what the Force is and what it isn't and what we know about it and we don't know about it and are I don't know if I would qualify Kanan Ezra as Jedi right now I really no. don't no. so for Yoda to say the last of the Jedi will you be tying into that <laughs> episode eight that we just talked about but um, yeah I don't know. Yeah, but, something. Yeah, like, the, really so just basically, what I'm getting at is like Ezra and Kanan just maybe don't have to get written out. Yeah. We obviously don't see them in Rogue One, but maybe there's another story to tell down the line for them. Well, the same thing with Rey. We don't know if she's a a Jedi at all. She, she could be something entirely new. Yeah. <laughs> she could be. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm starting to. I'm hypothesizing in my head right now. Anybody of you who are listening, you know when I start hypothesizing on Rebels Recap, my eyes start wandering. (laughs) I I almost get dizzy in a way because there's just so much to break down. Now that I think about it, if we're going to connect Episode 8 to what we're seeing develop in Star Wars Rebels, now I'm not going to go off the point like I want to go off on. I'm just going to simplify it a little bit. It's very tempting. It's going as planned in many ways. Inside my mind, I have Emperor Palpatine in there telling yeah. me that. She don't listen to him talking. <laughs> don't listen to my dark side talking. <laughs> but just with how Rebels in Episode Eight, how they're going to divulge into each other in terms of how the forces. Yes, is the dark side present? I believe in Episode Eight, one hundred percent. I think just with the presence of Snoke and the presence of of Kylo Ren and maybe the presence of even a larger dark side user, the massive puppeteer behind all mm-hmm. of this. Totally believe that could exist. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the term the last Jedi to me does not scream out typical force using Jedi. No. no. It screams out to me somebody like an Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Somebody like possibly Kanan and Ezra. 
Yeah. Somebody who doesn't categorize themselves as a Jedi. However, in the eyes of the galaxy, it's somebody who wields a lightsaber is a Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are neither on the dark side of the Force nor the light side of the Force. Like the Bandu says, they're mm-hmm. in the middle. In the There's middle. a middle section of the right. Force in which these people are surrounded by. Ray's Chirrut, exactly. Ray's development is going to fall right in the middle of both the dark side and the light side. Mm-hmm. And I see Luke training her, and we said it on episode 12, and I talked with it a little bit with Scott. Her training is going to be focused on, well, you know what? You can use aspects of, aspects of the dark side. Mm-hmm. However, there's aspects of the light side that you need to take into consideration when using the Force and to keep it in balance the entire time. I'm gonna leave it right there. That's just drop. Well, I don't want you to drop my mic. <laughs> I know, it's, it's a like, nice mic. I don't really want to drop it. It's kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, you drop your other mic. Yeah. Yes, I could drop the other mic. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't, how do you follow that up? Yeah. No, I mean, can't really follow that up. But just this whole area in between, and don't use gray because Pablo does Pablo not, does like, not gray, like the term gray. No. No, no gray Jedi. No, but it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, Sorry to derail your thoughts. Brian there, just Chris. dropped the mic. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I was we'll just... be able to edit some of this out yeah. afterwards. Oh yeah, but we'll leave yeah. most of it in. No, except for the live stream, guys. Oh, Sorry about that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was just thinking, like, it's really interesting. All these different characters we're getting in this area. I mean, they're. It's it's almost like they're more. There's more to them. Because you're not just so one side or so the other side. Um, I think, you know, especially Ahsoka and, you know, you've seen what Kanan and Ezra have gone through. To get to the point where they're at, they're not really Jedi, but they have all the abilities of the Jedi knights and potentially, you know, dark side users. It's just, um, you know, how they're using using those the force and everything yeah and i think I, I think ahsoka was the poster child for that yeah um and i still don't think we've seen the last of her no, no. I, I would I, love I, I so still... we just talked about a little bit of what a season finale of rebels could look like i can just imagine like all of like these four or five things different converging yeah. but one of the things is is they give us a, oh, a yeah. hint of ahsoka returning oh my gosh that would be like that would be dave filoni's Mic drop. I would not be surprised to see Soka back. I if you guys so um, I don't know if you guys use the Topps Card Trader app at all, but Dave Filoni last summer did a whole series of cards about that, and it's all after the meeting with Anakin slash Darth Vader. And if you go through those and you see the the journey that she goes on there, I think she's still around. Mm. There's a lot of Converies in there, too, Robin. <laughs> Converies are big. Convery plushes are going to be huge at Star Wars Celebration, so make sure to order yours today. That's my little sales pitch for Star Wars. Hopefully are there actually plush No, I'm just, I'm just okay. giving them ideas already. But if this is bugged and somebody's yeah. listening, they should make some Convery plushes because Do it. I would buy one. I'll only take yeah. 36%, guys. Yeah, I think I, I, I know I, Oh, I would take 36 <laughs> of them. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take 66. <laughs> oh, it, nice might, it might nice actually oh, replace man. the Scare of Stormtrooper a little yeah. bit. Ooh, okay. Whoa. Oh, that's pushing it a little bit. That Brian. is pushing it. That's pushing. Well, it would be we, good we for him because <laughs> I, that would probably be the only item 
of the Convery that you could buy, so you weren't tempted with hundreds of other things. I know, we're here at Krypton, I was like, oh, they don't have this the, the new Hasbro 3 and a 3 quarter one, so... Oh, I'll be on the hunt for that one still. Didn't even have a chance to look. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the problem, doing a live thing at, at a comic slash collectible store. I'm eyeing that, all the stuff I, I want to go buy. Yeah, you just want to go buy stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's. I look around and I'm and I'm talking about Star Wars and stuff. I'm like, oh man, is that that Black Series figure over there? Oh man, they got a classic Empire yeah. Strikes Back AT-AT Walker. I oh sorry, that was well, well I said a bad thing. It's at at. Star Wars fans like the term "at at." I'm sorry, guys. I used to say "at at." So like this I, I, I got ripped, it. I I got ripped on it by. I've always said "at at." I got ripped. So I don't know. It's, I don't have a problem with it. I don't either. I don't really. <laughs> potato, potato, tomato, tomato. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's a little bit. When you say "at act" or "at act," "at act" is kind of a tough one to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, well, that's where all my toys are. The <laughs> <laughs> and the basement, and you know, other places. So. Right. Oh yeah. No, I'm. I'm just gonna throw this out there to you guys. Now, there's a little game that we like to play, and a lot of you who listen to the podcast, and a lot of you who listen to Talking Star Wars, Rebels Recap, everything else that we do. It's a little game called Over Under. I like Over Under. Over Under oh. is a fun, fun game. Oh yeah. And I have to say. I'm going to propose this. We'll see how it goes around. If we have another un- over-under, I would love to get that in there. Over-under, 45%. Just a little bit below 50%. That in either Rebels or in some other continuity that Star Wars follows, whether it's a novel, comic book, whatever else. Canon. Canon content, exactly. Over-under, 45% that we see Sabine and Ahsoka interact at some point in the future from in, now correct from, from this timeline from this timeline oh i think over 45 i think under but i because i think there's a different story to be told for each of mm-hmm. those characters i think i'm i'm with brian i'm under it's i would love that i honestly really think the mandalore thing is going to be huge going forward and i can envision them really taking that maybe off to the side maybe that's a whole nother angle they go with the next animated series or something and take that maybe 30 years into the future (laughs) I've said too much (laughs) Um, but no I just I don't know I would love to see it one more time I just want to see Ahsoka back and I I think ever since and and I've said it on Rebels recap before where I'm trying to go through Clone Wars I think I'm up to season 4 now I just love the character of Ahsoka, Chris. I know you're, you know, you have a, a, a collection focus with yep. Ahsoka, yep. and it's, uh, it was a, a George and Dave Filoni created character. Everybody did not like her at the beginning. She grew on everybody. Yep. She exponentially grew in popularity when she returned to Rebels. The novel came out last summer, ish. Was it or last fall? Last yep. fall. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was excellent. You know, gave us some of that interaction, even with the in the first year of the rebellion between her and Bail Organa, and you saw some of the, the beginning of the rebellion. I know a lot of right now we're kind of saying Saw maybe was the original Rebel, but Ahsoka's right there too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say under. Eighteen uh, percent. Yeah. I mean, I I would say maybe a little bit higher. I'd say you know right around thirty. 35%. I think, you know, the 
this the untold stories with Ahsoka and uh, the Siege of Mandalore. Right. That is a story that needs to be told. Yeah. Agreed. I think, you know, I think there was a reason that they disclosed all that. Um, because I think they wanted to let people know what their plans were. But I think they're going to twist it. I think I think they're going to change, you know, they're going to they're gonna do some different things with that story if they go back there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just... Uh, so are, so what's your we, did you go over or under or you you posed the question what's your personal belief personally I'm at 1% 1% I just wow. wanted to gauge the room on it what a lousy question to ask if you don't have a stance on it <laughs> well I do have a stance on it for the 1% actually okay <laughs> I think that and it wasn't really a lousy is... question <laughs> <laughs> that's that came okay. off a little no, that's the beauty. drop the mic again <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of this discussion is that drop the yeti mic here yeah. there's, there's no such thing as a bad question when it comes to Star Wars it's just the way that because we don't know anything. Break it down. No, we say it all exactly. the time. Speculation. Exactly. It's all speculation. I think that there is probably a one percent chance if they want to go down a different route. Mm-hmm. On the route that it looks like Rebels and everything within the canon continuity is heading down, it's probably not going to happen. However, as we know with any kind of film, as we know with any kind of mass marketed product, mm-hmm. it's how the fans look at it. And whether the fans would adapt to that story in a unique and different way. If they feel it would work, and they feel that they could market it in a way where fans could get behind it, that's where the 1% stands. 99% of it is Star Wars fans really don't want to see that right now because we have so much different content coming our way. And we've begun to really start to break down these characters like Sabine and Zeb and Kanan and Ezra. There's just so many progressions with other characters that by putting those two together it wouldn't make any sense at this time but i love throwing that one percent out there because if it works and the marketing is good and it's the right time and they want to go with it sure throw it at us see what we take out of it absolutely yeah i think i'm gonna go under like at least 20 percent. i just want want them to be separate just i think they need to tell different stories like their stories need to breathe like, i think i think sabine you know? needs to be have like have her own book actually or like a, a comic series because we need to explore her more i mean we got uh this oka book but i think sabine needs to be she's the main focus right now especially in rebels yeah i think so i mean ahsoka's got her she's she's gotten her day in the sun you know so to speak um several times you know now and uh you know, we've only had a couple couple uh, years of Sabine's story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, the stuff you've been hinting at, I mean, I think that's a huge possibility of them, you know, going that route with a different, um, you know, a totally different story, um, a different Because that's something, or something that can live and breathe outside of what's going on right. in the quote-unquote Skywalker saga. Yeah. yeah. And... They again, you know, put it on the shelf and then bring it back in when needed. Um, there, there's a whole other. I mean, t- they're talking about the universe kind of expanding, and they don't want it to be about the same group of characters. Well, maybe Rebels is that point where they can take some of these characters and kind of almost spread them out, and then they all can kind of branch out and develop their own story, interact with other people in the galaxy, and then that's. You know, who who would think that Star Wars Rebels, a, a kids' cartoon show, would be that 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 avenue to get <laughs> more? Um, intense. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, how about this? What if they've got the movies slated through, what, 2020? What if... I want an Ahsoka solo movie. Well, I'm so saying... I, I'm actually a player. I mean, that's... I'm saying, what are the chances that... Or just have one of these in. standalone movies, they, they go that route. Yeah. They go with a uh, Sabine Mandalore story. They go with an Ahsoka, you know, in between uh, her novel and, and Rebels story. Um, 14 years. I mean, that's a lot of time. You've got a whole generation of fans, you know, by that time, you know, I th- you almost wonder if they would, they would take that risk, you know. The, the chances of a standalone either Mandalorian film, Netflix series, or even a TV show yeah. on ABC, if they're going to propose doing something in terms of a new format, yeah. I think that it's going to be a Mandalorian focus in so many ways. And I think Scott brought this up in our episode of Talking Star Wars, and I heard it on Collider Jedi Council as well. Somebody brought it up. I believe it was Jeremy Johns. He said specifically that at Star Wars Celebration, he would not be surprised if we get some stuff for The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. we get Han Solo stuff, and we get that announcement of either a Boba Fett standalone film or something coming to a different format. Mm-hmm. And either Filoni's behind it or somebody else is going to be behind it in that stance. And I think the Mandalorian focus is going to play a lot more into this because they are teasing it. It's what Filoni said and Hidalgo said coming into this season of Rebels. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of Mandalorian culture talked about this season and you're going to get a lot of focus around that and it's spe- specifically mm-hmm. around Sabine's story. That's going to play into If they speech. do the Mandalore thing, I mean, to, I mean, to be honest, really, Boba Fett isn't anything to do with Mandalore. I know. I know. And yeah. I, he just has the Mandalorian armor. Mm. I, want, I want the Mandalorians and, mm-hmm. you know, if it means Revan and Malak and all those other yeah. things that are considered tie, legends tie, at this tie point. Tie back with the old Republic and all that. But yeah. I mean, it was that in the un, like season six of Clone Wars where they actually brought in was it they brought in Darth Bane? Yeah, he yeah. came back. So that brings some of that stuff in there. They've mentioned Malakor in the season two finale of Rebels. We know now that Kanan mentioned it because he did his own little mic drop against <laughs> yeah. Sabine with, hey, by the way, the Jedi won the Jedi Mandalorian right. war. Canon. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, what the? That was, that There's was Mandalorian awesome. Jedi. There's a lot there. It's a lot yeah. there. There's it's a lot it's there. good stuff. Now, going that route, um, legend stuff. Is there any, is that the first time that's ever been mentioned? In canon continuity? I mean, I'm not an expert. A Mandalorian Jedi? I mean, I don't... (laughs) It was Tar Vizsla, right? Tar Vizsla. In Tar Vizsla's backstory, it was kind of interesting because I did some research just before um, we got into this episode of Rebels in any kind of way. I went on, I looked up first Mandalorian Jedi and everything. Even before this episode came out on Wikipedia, they had a thing for Tar Vizsla. Now, his backstory is not familiar to me. Mm Mm-hmm. However, I think from based on wherever they placed him in the Star Wars universe, it sounds like he goes to as far back as, I'm going to mention him again, just after Mandalore the Ultimate. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the conclusion of the traditional Mandalorian system at that time. So basically what it sounds like is that when Mandalore left, he became the main figure because he was able to claim the Darksaber. So there really wasn't any rule to Mandalore at that time, House and Vizsla. that's where Tarvisla yeah. came into okay. effect and really started to. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Mandalorian Jedi coming in the near future. 
Or force user. I mean, that's... Force user, maybe not necessarily. I'm not going to talk on that matter. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I'm going to spoil too much if we talk about Mandalorian force users. But and and whether that plays, I mean, oh I'm going to spoil it if I say something. I'm not going to do that. No, this isn't the time or the place. No, I know. Right. I, my mouth runs when it comes to that stuff. Um, we don't have that much good <laughs> speculation, but I think we have something good here. Let's save it till it's worth. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, one of the other things I thought would be kind of cool to talk about. I know I've talked with Sean, I've talked with Brian, and I think I've mentioned it to you, Chris, is I'm a big proponent of, in, in Star Wars Episode Eight, it just being focused on the Force itself. Mm-hmm. That there's, again, like we said before, there's so much focus on the dark side, the light side, and obviously, from what it sounds like, just from going around here, that middle section of where you're right in the middle between the dark side and the light. I'm a big believer that Shattered Empire is going to play a huge role into The Last Jedi. You're big on those force trees. I am huge. I am going to plant a tree and make sure it glows blue at some point, uh, just to make it look like a force tree. Just add some Christmas lights. I could add just blue Christmas lights to a tree and we'd be good. I think a lot of Luke's backstory in Episode Eight, in terms of where he's been, has already been played out in Shattered Empire. A lot of that has, and obviously there's a connection to the Damrons through that. Yeah. That Kess and Shara Bay possessed a force tree. And in my article that I posted on mm-hmm. the Brick City Blockade podcast about Ray and her connection, possibly, to force tree or whatever else, I think that it's, I know it sounds silly that a tree is going to play a huge role in a big <laughs> blockbuster film. But just from leaked photos and everything else that we've seen behind the scenes, and obviously, it sounds like people are taking screenshots of that force vision that Ray has after t- touching the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when that lightning flash comes up, that shape matches exactly what we see in the leaked pictures of the force tree. The exact shape, everything. Now, I'm theorizing out loud. I know you are. <laughs> I'm th- this is We're all kind of like, huh. <laughs> like, uh, okay. So... <laughs> Whether that's going to play into it, I don't know. It's possible. You know, one thing we got to also consider, too, is I think we're going to learn about the importance of Jakku. And it's huge. And we've gotten a little bit of tidbits in the prologue, and I still haven't got a chance to read uh, Aftermath, Life Debt, but I've heard that there's some stuff in there about that. The Empire's End that Chuck Wendig is writing now, it's It's coming out next month. Next month. I just pre-ordered it today. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm about halfway through Aftermath right now, and... I'm still working through all the new canon novels, but I really think we're going to get a sense of the importance of Jakku a little bit in this book coming up. Why the Empire took the last stand on Jakku. And I also haven't read Lost Stars yet, but I also know that that kind of comes at that battle from another angle. So it'll be interesting with a book that is leading into Episode Eight, The Last Jedi... Where we could get a little bit more information, probably right around the same time frame, we're going to get a teaser trailer. And these, this conversation, if we have this, you know, two three months from now, I think we're going to have a little bit more clarity about yeah. it, and we can speculate with a little bit more. Well, I'd make a better educated guess about kind of like what's going on at this point. But mm. I really think that there is some importance to why the Empire and the Emperor had such an interest in this, predating the Phantom Menace. Mm. As a uh, senator of Naboo, 
Sheev. Sheev. Palpatine was yeah. interested in that. And, you know, this character of, of Gallius Rex and what he, mm -hmm. his importance to the ongoing timeline is. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, any kind of coincidence that he's been involved. Mm. And everybody wants to know who's Snoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's getting obnoxious. It's kind of it it's, it's kind of a, just, a parody of itself. I just ignore all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see the latest one with the stormtrooper from A New Hope where he banged his head on the? Yes. <laughs> I did see that. Yep. <laughs> and they show the little scar on. Yeah. I know. Uh, Steel so Saunders good. is taking that and run with it, and unfortunately, for, well, actually, probably better for worse for him. I think he sold a lot of stickers, but mm. yeah. I just hope the Snoke theory is like any of these theories will be. I hope it, Snoke will completely surprise us. Like, all these theories that will be debunked and it'll be something crazy. Yeah. Oh, I think it's definitely going to be that. I, I don't think... I don't think anybody's gotten it. No, I don't know? think so. And uh, the points that you bring up about the importance of Jakku, um, I've, I've listened to both um, Aftermath and Life Debt, Lost Stars. Mm -hmm. I've listened to all of them on audio, Audible. And... Uh, they put bits and pieces in there to make you you're like okay I keep hearing about Jakku I keep hearing about Jakku what is the big deal I mean you'll I don't want to spoil it too much I mean you'll find out you know the Emperor has plans for that world mm -hmm. and it's the uh, I think that there's a reason why Ray is on Jakku. I think it's connected to that. Yeah. You know that big thing that is being searched for there. I think there's some sort of connection there, um, and it's just interesting how they <laughs> this new canon content. They're able to put little things in here and there, and it just you're like listening or reading along, and you're like, oh yeah. They it's mentioned. a long game. It's big oh long my game. goodness! It's, it's seriously a big piece of puzzle. Yeah. Obviously, it, it is a huge puzzle. It almost sometimes it hurts my brain trying to think about where I heard that last and where it fits yeah, in true. to so play. Um, Was it an alternative fact? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Nice uh, inclusion, so, yeah. Man. Nice inclusion. Anyway, but no, but, I just oh, okay, yeah, it is, yeah. it is tough. And you know, there's actually I've read this really good article. Um, I want to say it was um, Imperial Talker on Twitter. He wrote a whole article about at what point do you have to say enough about how much can you consume about Star Wars? Mm -hmm. You're almost gonna have to be where. There's like this market now where we all decided there needs to be one more Star Wars podcast on the internet. <laughs> I think the Star Wars Star Wars is going to be get so big now that it's going to more be what niche of Star Wars are you going right. to cover just because it mm -hmm. is so large. Are you going to focus on Rebels? I mean, we kind of do that now a little bit. Are you going to focus on the canon books, the comics, just the movies, yeah. video the games, novels, the video you know, games, everything. It's, it's almost impossible to kind of keep up with everything. Almost as a Star Wars fan, it's almost getting to the point I have no problem about it because I love Star Wars. It's pretty much just Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's because otherwise it, it, you kind of 
Well, then again, too, I mean, maybe those people that are just out there watching the movies, maybe they have it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, have, they have other things to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah. they don't have a podcast. No. That's true. They don't. No. That is very true. <laughs> that is they very don't have true. panels to go to. No. They don't have podcasts. <laughs> That's very true. We don't either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's little mic drop oh. moment. Oh. Yeah. At least we've all had one at least to this point. That's pretty yeah. cool. No, but I mean, when we're talking about The Last Jedi, I mean, it's amazing just, and I guess we can touch upon it here, the font color and everything. I mean, it's amazing as Star Wars fans that we get to the point where, as fans, not only are we paying attention to what kind of background they're putting mm-hmm. it on and what the title is, we're even paying attention to what part of the color spectrum are they using on title font yeah. colors. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. Now, like that video that you sent me, is like this guy's ripping off like these theories and he's so hilarious. Yeah, he, he, yeah that, that's that one video that I, uh, I shared with Sean that was, oh my God. He was just going back and back and back. Theory, 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 theory. Confirmed! Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the Hello Greedo, that's some, what it was. Some, somebody yeah. went back and a week after, they they took all their YouTube videos and they went back and edited all of them but had the original posting date and took and, and put the title into all their videos that were posted like a week before. I'm just like, that's not what being a Star Wars fan is all right? about. It's uh, not being first or being right. No. No. It's talking about it being part of the community. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it is funny how like some people will go out there and they'll get little tidbits and stuff and you know, you know, like a site like makingstarwars.net, I think has its great place. And you don't have to go visit there, but they have some good stuff. Right. And they're not just gonna you know, their name is out there as much too. I know the guys at Lucasfilm don't really think that highly of them. But there's a market from them and they get a lot of site hits and a lot of traffic and a lot of people out in the industry say they check that site for that information and there's a market for it. people want to know about these movies yeah and even and, even and they the, get these little yeah. scoops and stuff that are just anonymous but you know they more often than not end up being coming to coming to fruition it's true yeah, I, yeah. I have to say making star wars and like star wars news net some of those news aggregates of star wars news they have to be right at least 96% of the time. Anytime I've checked an article that they've done. I mean, when it came to Force Awakens and everything, I'm going to say at least 99% of the time, the articles that they put out were almost completely accurate to when it And, when and I didn't even know that it existed until after the movie, so I'm kind of glad about and that. They put out, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> same they put here, out like, like every hour, they put out new, yeah. new stuff. And it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, we've again, we've gotten to that point in the Star Wars universe and in terms of just so much media focus on Star Wars and different podcasts and different YouTubers out there and everything, that news is just flying around whenever it feels like it. I mean, it's like you, when you breathe in oxygen, you're yeah. going to get a Star Wars scoop stuck up there yeah. somewhere. It's just, it's just how it is now. And I think it's, again, Brian says it all the time. I know Sean says it. You've said it, Chris, yeah. to me. The focus is on the community. The focus is on sharing the news with everybody. Everybody needs to be part of the of the discussion. Everybody needs to be part of this universe. And to bring it all together and to just be able to discuss it in a format like what we're doing right now we, is just People so couldn't awesome. do back in the 70s. No. I mean, no. only radio talk. And right. that's like nothing. Is it? True. Yeah. And all of us came together because of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. It is very true. Yeah. Very true. Very cool. So, I mean, 
So what's what do you guys uh, picked up anything lately? Oh yes, yeah. When it comes to collecting, oh. I'll be curious I tell you what. Where's the boba? Where's the boba? That's oh, yeah. the new mascot of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this on the uh, audio only, but. <laughs> Chris, what, what year was this? Uh, 1980, 81. 12-inch um, Boba Fett. Um, this was my... Uh, covering up Brian's face. He's Boba Fett right now. <laughs> it's an improvement. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenner... Kenner uh, Maybe you should wear the rest then. <laughs> Kenner 12-inch. Um, he's got... This one's nudies. He's got no accessories. Interesting so, term. <laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, well, this is Cece's term, nudies, and uh, yeah, this guy is. Uh, if you want to look for him, mint in the package. Good luck, because he's gonna cost you a couple G's. What? Oh yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm. Yep. I've got one. Uh, I've got one pretty decent shape, complete with all his accessories, um, and this is uh, one I picked up at a show recently, and uh, I needed his his cape. So to complete my uh, my boba, but uh, yeah, this is gonna be uh, you'll see this guy on uh, your Robin's live feed sitting in the background. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned like what have we picked up recently? Because I mean, obviously with you know with with Rogue One and stuff kind of coming out and the a lot of the stuff. If you go to stores now, there's a lot of stuff from the first wave, and there's so many of the you know the Jyn Erso, Cassian Andor. Uh, some K2SO, but then you see a lot of the unmasked Kylo Ren yep. and then the Ray. But everything else after that, it's really tough. It I is. mean, I'm just waiting for the last Jedi merchandise. Oh my gosh. Well, Which, yeah, no, God. I know. I was going to say, I mean, that kind of brings us in. I was just reading um, Jedi Temple Archives just posted that wave four of the three and three quarter inch is possibly not going to see widespread release in, in retail stores. Um, it's up up for debate whether or not that's going to actually happen. There's a Galen, happen. Galen Erso in Yeah, there. Galen Erso yeah. and... One uh, of the Rebel Troopers. Rebel and Trooper and... Uh, Admiral Raddus. Admiral Raddus. Yeah. And uh, so there's... I mean, we'll see what, you know, what comes of this story, but... Um, it's just tough right now because there was so much of the early wave product stuff that's still out on the yeah, shelves, I and I don't know if it's like a distribution yeah. issue while we're not seeing a lot of the new stuff, or if... A lot of retail stores just because they didn't move that original stuff just yeah. haven't asked to get the new stuff in so I know and a lot of that stuff has already gone on clearance um, so I don't I mean it's gonna be tough wave three I mean I haven't seen it in stores yet I was gonna I came here to see if they I, had so there was, they had a, one of the Bodhi Rooks over there okay oh, so, Bodhi so yeah but I mean like Thrawn I didn't see him over there I gotta go look over there yeah but, but yeah, uh, I mean, I haven't seen Thrawn out anywhere. No, I haven't either. I've been checking everywhere. A lot of the stores have been uh, reshuffling, getting their um, shelves all reset. You know, Walmart, Target, and that sort of thing. Every single one I've gone to, almost everything's either um, old stock or it's bare. But I mean, clearance. Yeah. This is a great time to grab some oh, clearance yeah. stuff too. Like yeah. I know, Chris, you found the Hera's A-Wing, yep. the three and three quarter inch scale for yep. fifteen dollars at right. Walmart. The following week, I was able to get one of those. Um, you can find uh, a lot of the mini mini vehicles are five dollars now, like Ezra and his speeder, the ATDP driver and mm -hmm. his speeder. They're five bucks. Um, I've seen. Uh, there's been reports of uh, the Millennium Falcon being down to what 35 30, yeah i looked the other day and 
lucked out. One of the odd. Yeah. So Brexeek is like yeah. my like go to oh, thing, yeah. and I thought there was two of them in the Concord Target store, Concord, New Hampshire. And uh, because it was on clearance, they just didn't update their mm. their inventory. Mm. So that you're like, yeah, sorry, we don't have anything. Oh. You know, we wouldn't just keep no. this out in the back. So yeah, you know, that's tough. And I think that I think between like word of mouth, and I mean, all you know, all four of us, we you know, we collect and share information. Yeah. We have like you know different groups to do that in. You've got websites like Yakface, Jedi Temple Archives. Mm-hmm. It can also be big. Social media, Twitter, you know, Facebook is also helpful oh, too. Goodness. But then yeah. there's like these online check inventory checkers basically yeah. like Brickseek where they'll go out and if you have the UPC code or uh, it's like DPI and Target and uh, what's the Walmart one um, shoot DPC whatever yeah, it is there's, a, there's another one for uh, yeah for but Walmart. you can plug that in you can plug in your zip code and you let you know if there's anything in your in your inventory which is uh, in their inventory so in that store so you can maybe save yourself a trip and you know, that, that's big. I mean, we're not all like Chris or on the road. <laughs> stopping at every store along the way. Hey, Chris, yeah. have you seen this? Yeah. I'm still, oh, I'm still bummed. I, I missed you, like, leaving that, uh, oh, my that store up north. Well, I'll we're, be, I'm going back to Littleton on Monday, so if They had a couple there, of the Sabine exclusives in the Walgreens up there, so. Yeah. Do you, do you need it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need <laughs> it. Do you if, need it, though? I, I, do I need it in reality? No. I don't yeah. need it in reality, but do I do. Do you want it? Maybe. All right. If there's three, I'll Smart grab answer. three. So. Did you already find one of the grievous ones? I get. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're all set with that one. Yeah. I was trying to think what else how, came in that. I'd love to see a black series of grievous though. Maybe soon. I don't know. Yeah. So then, like upcoming stuff. There's a the uh, there's a black series wave coming out. We're not sure about what the six figure in the cases. It may be a duplicate of like the Royal Guard, but I mean, there's Royal Guard. There's the Tuscan Raider. There's Hera. Lando and they're gonna uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah, Qui Gon. That's gonna be an awesome figure. And, oh yeah, that. Case and is... it's funny if you compare like the recent Black Series figures versus like the ones that came out in like 2013, 2014. Mm. I think the quality is a lot better. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely gone up. For like sure. Yeah, like the, the detail, somebody, details are much better. The details yeah. are better. The paint apps and stuff like that. But then also, um, I tend to open a lot of my stuff too. And the newer ones aren't as kind of flimsy. Like mm, one of the original yeah. stormtroopers in one of the first waves, it, it it's Is it, it the plastic, the yeah, like and the, stuff the, just don't. Yeah, the leg. It's yeah. It. I mean, if you keep it in the box, you're never gonna know that. But yeah, it's um, it's interesting. So I, you know, you bring up a great point, Sean. I mean, when are we gonna get that merchandise? And I think also too, going back to those same sites like Yakface and Jedi Temple Archives. The 40th anniversary of Star Wars is coming up yeah. in May, yeah. and I th- we're almost pretty certain that Hasbro is going to capitalize on this. Yeah. And they, we've seen some leaked photos of some of the the packaging with right. like the double racing stripes. Yeah, 40th anniversary. Well, I got the the Grievous, the 30th anniversary for Christmas, and it was, it was part of the 30th anniversary back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're going to do a similar thing, and those are going to hold some value too. Yeah, yeah. I and like. You'll you'll hear on uh, my little segment uh, on the episode tomorrow. What dropping tomorrow or dropping yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Um, but just talking about how far Hasbro is going to go with this 40th anniversary packaging. Is everything going to have it? Is just things related to the original trilogy going to have it? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, over Toy Fair over in Europe, they've already. Uh, Let's see. It was uh, Some Ravel. Ravel models. Ravel yeah. models had the the um, logos on it, and uh, 
so that's what kind of leaked so far. But I mean, I think the you're going to see the collectors picking up this stuff left and right. And that's going back to not seeing this stuff on the shelves. We're probably, I mean, they're going to be the Rogue One merchandise is pretty much done. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, Wave 4, if they end up hitting stores, it's going to, you know, for three and three quarter inch, I think that's going to be... Those Wasn't are be, like the, the end of the Vintage series line, didn't that one also only hit, like the Ahsoka one, that's why yeah. she's so that was valuable, because it didn't ever hit brick major, and mortar Yeah, it hit, stores. Um, it was online, the and then it hit, hit stores no, like that. No, uh, the Vintage collects in like 2006, in, 2007. No, it was uh, more like 2011, 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right before, that was right before Disney, Disney bought out um, Lucasfilm, but... Yep. No, it, it, I think they saw it in stores like Newberry Comics and, you know, some of the uh, more specialized stores. Um, and I think Hobby, you know, on the Hobby side, you know, like Krypton, you know, they might be able to get a case, but you're not going to see it. If you see it in, in Walmart or uh, Target or whatever, it's going to be really spotty uh, distribution. Which those things are going to be up there oh, yeah. in value. They're going to... Because they are going to be, and because those hobbyists are going to be able to get them, they're going to be able to kind of set the market a little bit too. And you know, I say it all the time, like on my unmistakably Star Wars segment, your collection's only worth as much as somebody's going to be willing to pay it. So that that's going to set the that'll set the bar. Yeah, and those completists, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, those are the collectors. You know, they're probably gonna pay the pay up to get them because they just don't want to yeah yeah. they just don't want to miss it miss out on it and uh some of us hunters we may you know either you know get luck out and find one or uh you know have to bite the bullet to uh to pay up so but Mm -hmm. anyway i mean we're going almost an hour talking star wars good stuff with no planned agenda that's <laughs> pretty good that's what we usually do so yeah. <laughs> just give away all your trade secrets I know. Sean I know <laughs> drop the mic again yeah and, and with a little every episode later. of the Brick City Blockade Star Wars podcast is detailed to the T oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no it, it, I, I love it because one of the things with Star Wars collecting and why I love, 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 and Sean and I love having Chris and Brian part of this podcast network is simply the collecting side is a whole other universe. It really is. I mean, I just even going to Comic-Cons and stuff, collectors are a unique group of people. They have a specific thing they're looking for, and they will do whatever. It takes. I mean, price-wise, you guys are really good at getting what you need and looking at a specific price point for something. But you guys will go to the farthest extent just just search and search and search and search to find these yeah. things. I love that. And I think it's 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 oh, it's, it's, it's really cool. Though. I can't disagree with that. No, I can't either, you know. It's really cool. And, it, and it's just cool to, like, kind of, like, Sean and I, Sean is, is a, I think, a much more, he likes to look for the exclusive stuff. Yeah, I like these, I like specific stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just get sucked into whatever Star Wars is throwing at me. It's like, I, there's certain things that I like to look for. Yeah. But you guys are, like, so great at just looking at the specifics and, like, okay, this is what it is on the market right now. Mm-hmm. I have it in my possession. Either what can I get for it or who else can I find that is 
has really a, a focused interest on this one product, and I think that's such a cool. But again, I think there's a community within itself too, where yep. there's yeah. people are looking to, you know, help each other out. Like, well, exactly. I know yeah. the, we'll all be like, run across something, and we'll know like, what we're all kind of looking at there yeah. too, and I'll say, hey, I just ran into this. Do you need this? And we've all done that at various yeah. different points yeah. over the last yeah. thing. But I also say about collecting too. I've only been really at it for seriously for about a year ish mm-hmm. so it, it anybody can jump in at any point and you know chris i know you're big into like the you know the vintage stuff yeah. and stuff like that yeah. but you can even jump in without any experience and get into vintage stuff yeah. at this point yep. i mean i would consider myself more of a modern collector i mean i'm big on the black series funko pop damn you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know we've got a lot of that other stuff out there and uh it's yeah, there's a whole other community in itself. There, there really is. It's pretty neat. Um, some of the groups, especially on Facebook, you know, you go from, you know, the Six Inch Black Series group, where it's a mixed bag as far as, you know, throwing something out there for sale or, like, trying to help people out. Uh, most of the people, you know, with everything are pretty good. You just got to, you know, understand that you may deal with some some tough individuals. Um but then on the vintage side, you guys wouldn't believe how many groups there are oh, I'm for sure. vintage yeah, collecting. It's completely insane right now. And uh, well, you were telling me about the 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 uh, Rebel Soldier oh, and yeah. that whole backstory. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fascinating oh, yeah. backstory. Yeah, what the Rebel Commando? Yeah, the Rebel Commando. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's a focus of mine. The Rebel Commando. Um, I'll I'll bring in some. Uh, material next time um about it but just finding especially focused collectors they focus on one character or whatever it may be if you know that somebody's looking for that i mean i've got guys that i um i've done business with on these facebook groups and uh i know that they're looking for a specific figure and i'll see it for sale somewhere and i'll be like hey you know this is for sale over here you know, I try to help people out because they help me out and it just builds trust with people because it's, you know, you're buying stuff online. Uh-huh. It's really hard to um, gauge, you know, how somebody is. You don't, if you're giving them a bunch of money, you want to make sure that you're getting the right thing back. So one thing is, something I would say is find some of these groups See how things go. See how thi- uh, people are interacting on these different groups. Um, if things are look decent to you, um, something looks sorry. pretty decent over I know, there. I know. <laughs> My daughter's prancing around here. Um, <laughs> she's yeah. good. Yeah, no, she's 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 yeah, surprising. You know, for all the stuff that's in the store. But, um, no, like, I've got guys in other countries, I'm like, hey, if you're, keep an eye out for these foreign, you know, vintage carded things, Mm -hmm. because you might have more access to them being in other countries. And if you're looking for anything, Kenner, you know, I can, I might have access to them, you know, whether it's at a con or, you know, uh, local, you know seller on craigslist or something like that Mm -hmm. um 
it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Um, I've, you know, become pretty close with some of the guys, um, you know, in other countries. I'm hoping that we'll get those some of those collectors on um, interviewed. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, you know, get their point of view and that sort of thing. I think. You know, be nice. There's so much to learn out there, and everybody's got a little tips oh, and tricks. Yeah. And you know, you kind of learn by just kind of going through and doing it and see what mm-hmm. works and, and yeah. whatnot. And like, you know, what's a good deal? What's a good store to go into? And it's uh, it's fun. It's a whole other side of Star Wars mm-hmm. that that's kind of out there too. Yeah. <laughs> the sound effects. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Um, yeah. So. Oh, it ended. Was it alive here, guys? Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> if you're still watching. Yeah. None. That is three. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> that's, that's, one of them's my phone. No, I'm just yeah. I love Chris's face. He's like, oh, that's that's nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the best part of yeah. live stream, though. Yeah. I know. No, yeah, I just love all the collecting and all that. Just, I think it's awesome to see everyone's passion. Oh my gosh, people are so passionate about different things, mm. and uh, it's really neat to see, to pick, you know, people's minds, you know, why they picked that character, why they picked, you know, vintage, modern, do they do both, uh, you know, I I think it's, it's great because everybody can do their own thing, mm-hmm. and nothing is wrong, nothing's right. Live again on that one. Um... <laughs> uh, Unless you have an unhealthy obsession with short troopers. Well, yeah, you know. Do we have to touch upon that? No, I'm not on this podcast. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be kind of cool just to save like a whole podcast for <laughs> how that even short developed. <laughs> yeah, because you know it started with one. Let's say lead it off. Yeah, because there's definitely more <laughs> merchandise coming for that. That's um. We I've been trying to not go the whole figure arts and gentle giant and all that other stuff i'm trying to keep it to hasbro i don't know that figure it's looks pretty yeah. sweet it's actually pretty somebody did a comparison figure. of all three up together yeah. and actually somebody had actually said that they actually preferred the hasbro one because oh, no the good. the uh, figure arts oh. one doesn't have any either weathering and stuff it just looks oh, yeah it almost kind of actually like, when you put it up against the two black series ones it kind of looks a little cartoony Still an awesome figure yeah. in figure arts. Obviously, uh, you know, made in Japan and is tough to get over here in the states mm-hmm. without importing it or, or knowing somebody. Um, but yeah, there's just we're just talking mostly about here in the United States, yeah. and it's just huge. I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars is huge. It's worldwide, and I try and made number one. We're live for Force Awakens. Yeah, no, I I have to admit one of the things that I've actually become, and it's it's such a hard. It's such a hard price point. Even I know some of the um, overseas figures and everything else. We can talk about Japan. Um, I've seen even some artists, private sculptors and everything, do stuff out of Australia, mm-hmm. doing their own works and everything. And then, of course, there's that indie market of Star Wars yeah. merch yeah, that I, people develop. Yeah, and I get like, especially me with the, I get like these uh, like six inch like po- posters on bigger. Like I got one with the Soka, Bera Sophie, and. L.A. Casera, and it's just drawn by an artist, and it's so cool just to support local artists too, and especially with comic books too. Yeah, that's it's just like a whole other side to it. One of the most dangerous things that I discovered, and I made the mistake of going into a GameStop just after Christmas, 
And one of the things they had sitting on a shelf was a gentle, it was the Gentle Giant Stormtrooper. And it was 20 bucks, and I said, you know what, I'm going to go out on the limb, I'm going to get it because I need something else, like a, basically a prop set that I that we could bring with us on the road and whatever else. Which isn't here today, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I know, I got to be, I'm telling, my, well, what I'm trying to get to is, my Gentle Giant collection is not over yet. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Those are, so the Shore Trooper is like $120 right now. You can pre-order yeah. it. I do not have one on pre-order. Gotten close a couple times. Mm. No, haven't done it. Willpower. You gotta have a lot of willpower as a collector. Yeah. yeah. You do. I got. I got a death trooper sitting in my cart right now. The gentle giant. Gentle death trooper. giant. They yeah. actually have is some of the smaller scale the ones for like eighty dollars. Yeah. There's another one that's. So there's like one six scale. I think is one hundred and twenty US, mm. and then yeah. there's another one. It's a little bit smaller. I don't know if it's like one eighth or whatever it is, and that's like eighty. Is the Padme one the Gentle Giant, or is it a different? Yeah, thing? there's yeah. a yeah, that's the uh, Think Geek exclusive oh, Think Geek, Padme yeah. one, yeah. which is wicked awesome. Which you yeah, showed, really which cool. you showed me. I'm like, I kind of want that. Start saving. Let me see. Yeah. Well, wait, wait until the price drops. Yeah. Yeah, that. A that's lot of the those, thing about those. They do. The price does. Usually, you can get it for cheaper if you wait. Mm. Um, but some of the exclusive stuff. Not so much. No. But. but I think that's all important in kind of being able to kind of, you know, put your put your thumb on the pulse of what's going on. And I think it's why it's important to talk to other collectors. Go to other yeah. collector websites because you know what is going to be popular and what isn't and if you can wait on something. So yeah. I think that's I think that's pretty big. Yeah. Patience patience is good in the, in the collecting game because um, you can go in full speed, try to get everything. It's just not going to happen. You're going to burn out. And uh, your bank account's gonna pay. For it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's the reality. Yeah, I have a, uh, a serious conversation with your significant other. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. We don't have to do that, Robert. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have to go through that. That's you guys a... are too young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife keeps on asking, "Why are there so many boxes in the basement?" <laughs> They're not mine. I thought you were getting rid of stuff. Well, so. there's a strategy. Yeah, yeah, I think we're moving. I, yeah, I, I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous last words. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what do you guys? What do you guys think? An hour here. You wanna hit some plug time, maybe? Yeah. Everyone see what up. Let's do some plugs. Plug. Plug, sure. plug time. Beautiful. Plug time. Chris. Me. All right. Well, not a whole lot of plugs. We got you on Twitter. I know. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. At Vintage Viewport. Um, been making a lot of connections on there, especially with uh, some of the. Other more local uh, podcast crews, Bruising Blasters, uh, Collector's Hut, uh, Sandcrawler Podcast, Dengar Dan, uh, Mike Tarkin, a bunch of guys. Um, And then uh, just Christopher James Letty on Facebook. Shoot me a friend request. All right? Very cool. Yeah. You got me here on Facebook. Add me on Instagram, Zone2434, Twitter, Sean Michelle one Check out Book City Blockade. Check out my music. I just released an album on Bandcamp, so check that out. Yeah, I listened to some of it. It was really good, man. Yeah, thank you. Good stuff. Very cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sean's been doing that for, actually, I have to admit, that was one of the things that Sean and I actually connected on a long time ago was music. Yeah. And I remember Sean in high school was always with his headphones on. He was mixing music and everything. I was like, 
Yeah, because I, I, had, I, I took the class with Miss Pat. That's right, yeah. And it was just like, I was like, man, maybe this guy could mix a podcast later on in life. Maybe we'll just start doing <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. You could have just tapped on my, sho- you could tap on my shoulder and yeah. say, Sean, let's do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but you guys can follow me, uh, Robin Vote, on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. You guys can send me a friend request over on Facebook. Make sure, make sure to check out the Brick City Blockade Star Wars podcast on Twitter, on Facebook. Also, make sure to subscribe on iTunes for awesome Star Wars content from Chris Letty, Brian Fontaine, Sean, and I, all part of the Brick City Blockade podcast network. So make sure to check that out. Our latest episode comes out Monday. That's January 30th. Make sure to check that out. That'll be up there. And on SoundCloud. Well, that's right. SoundCloud. Tune in radio. That's right. It's going to be all across the world, all across uh, the, our the galaxy. Podcast network. Oh, yes. All across the galaxy as well. <laughs> So, Twitter, Jedi Scavenger, SW. Uh, same on Instagram. Check out Jedi Scavenger on Facebook. We post, uh, Chris and I will post some good stuff out there, link-wise. Share other things from a lot of those other bigger sites uh-huh. out there, which is which is huge. They're getting the scoops. We're not. We all have full-time yeah, jobs. Know, right? <laughs> we do this because it's fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then also make sure you also check out Unmistakably Star Wars. I do a little segment for them. Those are really good people out, on, out in California there. And uh, really good people. Make sure you check out that podcast. Really insightful and just uh, a lot of good stuff they have got going on there. Talk about Star Wars community. So yeah, it's beautiful, awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Come down here, Krypton. Awesome, Krypton, Exeter, New Hampshire. Yeah, make sure to check it out. Some awesome stuff happening here at Krypton. Make sure 133 Water Street, downtown Exeter, always has your collectibles at a local. Location. It's always cool to come here and check mm-hmm. out and see what they got going Absolutely. on. Do we get this in unison? May the force be with you. All right, let's try again. Yeah, one more time. May, May the, the force, force be with you. Always. always.